Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. This is Naz. This is Lauren. This is Ashley. And on the podcast today, we're bringing back the occupational series. And Caitlin Herman is joining us, who's a life coach. Hello, Caitlin. I am. Hey, guys. I feel like Hello. I sound so radio right Hello. now. I'm like Frasier. You do a little. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> I think you know why. Because just so everyone listening, I'm Skyping in Lauren and Ashley, and I've never had to like put this all together before. And I'm like, coming in live from the East Coast, Lauren and Ashley. <laughs> Um, so we wanted to start out the new year with somebody who would be inspirational, hopefully, to all you guys out there. And if you're if you don't if you aren't familiar with Caitlin Herman, she was on Big Brother season 20, which aired in the summer of 2018. She lasted 37 days in the house and she placed 13. Um, Caitlin, I want to jump into how you became a life coach and what exactly it means. Sure. So what what is a life coach? Because it sounds hippy dippy and spacey. Um, oh, it sounds so spacey. It literally sounds yeah. so spacey. Um, but it's a good question because a lot of people make fun of it or they're like, you know, they use it as, you know, why would you have a life coach instead of a therapist? And it becomes a very big, like, that's a fake job. So I'm glad you asked. But I originally, that this was not my plan. I don't think anyone grows up and it's like, I'm going to be a life coach one day. That feels right. <laughs> like that just does not happen for anyone. But I was like in the music industry. I thought I was going to be the next Ari Gold from Entourage, music agent, like killing yeah. the scene. And then that's what I went to school for. And a year after, you know, out of college, I lived in New York and I had a big time music industry job. And I was like, this doesn't feel right in my soul. Something feels missing. Something doesn't feel connected and I don't like it. So one thing led to another and I applied for a program that allows you to get your certification to be a life coach, which is an extensive just like, you know, therapy, you need a certain amount of hours to to do it and to complete it. And um, that's what I did. I started to realize that at a young age, a lot of my friends were in this space that they were like, I went to school for this, but now I don't want to do it. And it was like all these young girls I was around and no one knew their purpose. And it felt like I was supposed to guide people to their purpose. So I specifically went to this coaching program to walk out of it knowing that I was going to be what's called a life purpose coach. So helping people realize what is their purpose? How can you get there? And the biggest thing, you know, you ask what a life coach is and people ask what the difference between therapy and coaching is. And for a coach, I will never tell you what to do. And I don't fucking know it all. Am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah. Fuck okay, yes. great. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know it all. I'm 25 years old. I cannot say that I have all the answers, but I don't give them to you. I ask you questions to make you realize you have the answers and I just hold you accountable for getting to where you need to be. So life coaching super like present and future, whereas therapy is like a lot of work on past stuff. Wow. I so when I was... When I was reading about what you you believe a life coach is, I was like, man, I think I'm my husband's life coach. It's possible. It's, it's <laughs> That's so So give me an example or give all of us an example then, Caitlin. Like what do people go to you for exactly? What kind of questions do they go in to ask you? Yeah, a lot. Well, before it changed. So before Big Brother, a lot of my clients were young girls, like 21 to 25 that were in that stage of, I just went to college. I just either wasted all of my money or my parents' money or whatever to, to get this degree in psychology and now I don't want to fucking do it or I did this, what do I do? So it was kind of like working one-on-one -on -one to make you realize who are you, what is it that you want, what is your purpose and then kind of going and digging into those fear-based beliefs that they had that was preventing them from thinking that they can do what they actually want to do. Because there's so many people that want to be actors or actresses or artists or creatives. And they're like, I can't fucking do that because I need to pay my bills. And it's like, well, okay, well, what is the fear? Is the fear money? Is the fear the limited belief that, you know, one in a million make it and you don't think it's, but, but that's also your purpose. So it's kind of getting around what the blocks are that are preventing you from doing what you need to do in order to be like a happy person in this world. I, like you help people realize what the blocks are so that yeah. they can overcome And them. so they can like live in truth and in alignment and be the best versions of themselves. There's a lot of spirituality that goes into it also. I am very selective when I bring on clients. And um, like I said, my 
my clientele has changed since after being on the show. I do coach a lot of reality stars now. I was on a CBS show. I do a lot of Survivor, Big Brother, those type of people because it didn't... I went on the show. I had a really shitty experience. I felt like there was not enough support when I got off. And I was like, okay, well, the universe just gave me a platform. They put me on a television show. I had a really shitty time. And you have a life coaching certification. It's like, what are you going to do? I'd be a moron if I didn't say, I'm going to coach people that just went through this and I'm going to help them decide what are they doing next? What's your purpose post-reality show? So so there's so many people that like go on reality shows and they have like crazy like realizations and stuff and you can are the, probably the only person that's like a therapist that could relate to that experience which is not and a people are like fucked sorry I'm sure you guys can relate but like people are fucked up after shows oh yeah it's like not um, okay caitlin you say like you wanted you like help people find their purpose and who they are so now obviously my natural question is is what is your purpose do you find your purpose to be to help others find their purpose yeah my purpose like very simply is to serve so like in whatever capacity that is if i'm 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 typically of service to other people it through coaching but i mean now that i have a platform in other ways i'm serving different communities for different issues for different problems and i appreciate the fact like i just started a podcast myself and now i'm able to reach people that can't afford to do one-on-one coaching with me so my whole job here like in this lifetime is to serve in whichever way i can as many people as i can i love that we actually have a sponsor called better help which if you guys listen um we have a discount code for um, but it also is like an online service for affordable like counseling because you're oh, right. That's it's amazing. It's so expensive to get help. So there is a part of me that's really sad that the holidays are over, but there's also a part of me that knows, especially by hosting Heartbroken Anonymous meetings, that the holidays can be really tough for some people and can make you feel extra lonely. Um, when that's not a fun feeling, to be honest. It's, it's supposed to be a time of year where everyone's supposed to feel joyous. Um And so because of that, I am somewhat happy that the holidays are over. But I wanted to bring up maybe a thought starter for you. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. And it is a new year, so there's no better time to invest and discover um, a service like BetterHelp. So BetterHelp connects you with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. It's literally so convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can also schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. So BetterHelp connects you to thousands of licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, anger, family conflict, stress, anxiety, grief, relationships, sleeping, trauma, self-esteem, whatever. And anything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. Again, like I said, they have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. It's available worldwide. So if you're listening to this across the pond or wherever you are, um, I want you to know that this is a resource and a sponsor you can totally take part in. And not to mention that financial aid is available for those who qualify because I know therapy can be really expensive. Um, so I want you guys to feel like there is a crutch there. Um, at the end of the day, BetterHelp is secure, convenient, professional, affordable. And I do want to note that it is not a crisis line. Best of all, it's truly affordable option. So I don't get it. Listeners will get 10% off your first month with our discount code, get it, G-E-T-I-T. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash get it. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor that you love. That's betterhelp.com slash get it. Um, I saw your Instagram before you came over and I was seeing that you're only taking on five clients for the year. Why is that? Is it because it takes up a lot of time? Those are only for people that are doing full... Those are only for people that are doing the full year client, like the one year paid situation What's I, have that? Clients, what that I have clients mean? that will literally sign up to be a client of mine for one full year so that will only i'll only take five of you but there are other programs where i do like two month five month but you cannot just buy like a session with me it doesn't work like that mm. because i in in the first session with a client 60 minutes i dissect everything about you what your goal is what you're trying to achieve who you're trying to be and in one session sure you'll get some insight and it'll be great but i'm 
making a very unique plan for you to reach success and to find yourself. And one session, you're just, it's not going to happen. So how do you, um, can you give us an example of someone that you coached and then they saw their goals recognized, achieved? Yeah, I mean, I can't say. No, don't say who. Yeah, I mean, that's just anonymously, I can't. But um, I had one of my first clients, I think, is my favorite story because I was so new. I had just gotten my certification. I was kind of in my head with my own fear-based stuff. Like, can I really make a difference? Can I really guide this person? And she had just moved to Boca to help out her grandma. Ooh, go Boca. Are you from Boca? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Amazing. Um, she had just moved to Boca because her grandfather passed and her grandma was alone and she dropped all of her dreams, all she wanted to be a cosmetologist. She left New York City. She just totally left and was like, I, I need to pay attention to my grandma right now. And just by working together, we kind of figured out like her fears and her setbacks. And we started to realize, well, why can't you do both? Like, why are you unable to serve your grandmother and also do X, Y, and Z? And then she ended up getting comfortable and figuring out that cosmetology wasn't for her. And she ended up going to law school and like now is, she just studied for her bar and like is taking her bar. And I think that the reason why that's such a success story is because she was in like the darkest depression of her life and Mm. didn't want to do anything. and was like cosmetology and this and that. And we totally honed in on the fact that it wasn't cosmetology. It wasn't the fear of your grandmother being alone. This was all stuff within you. And now you're going to be a lawyer. Like it's just what you think is not always what it is. Mm -hmm. And my biggest goal and my biggest accomplishments with clients are when I can help you shift the realization and to not have you in the state of ego of thinking this is what you want to do when there's a million other truths that you have that might be better served, not just for you, but for other people. Right. Or some people get stuck in like what your meaning is, I think. Not yeah. to, I'm very spiritual and like some people grow up saying, oh, I want to be this for the rest of my life. But then they just keep doing that even though they have changed and maybe that's not something that they want to do anymore. It's just- just fear. It's yeah. just because you, it's how often can you like sit with yourself? And I mean, a lot of people do, and a lot of spiritual people do, but there's the majority of the people in the world don't sit with their thoughts don't and meditate. feelings yeah. and don't meditate and don't listen to that voice in their head telling them to do something. It's just yeah. they're, they're not listening. I have a question. Do you feel like, and this may be like a little deep, but do you feel like a lot of the setbacks and obstacles people come to you with is based out of fear? It's all based out of fear. Yes. And it's to get even deeper. And like, this is where I get very selective with my clients because some people are either going to get what I'm about to say or they're not. But I don't believe fear is real. Like I believe fear is an illusion and it's fake. And that's not me saying that like, I haven't suffered a fuck ton with anxiety or, or depression. I know I know the physical that can happen from giving into fear, but the idea of fear is not real. Like you create your reality. Right. Ask, believe, receive. Like you, you have the ability to make those thoughts positive. And fear is just something we created in this physical world. It's not. It's not of us. Do you know yeah, what I'm that's saying? like anxiety. Uh-huh. Like it's things that your brain is worried about that would just never come true. So exactly. it's like, why do we let ourselves think that? There's, there's like a a thing that I like to tell my clients and either you get it or you don't, but it's very spiritual. It's very deep. But Mm -hmm. when someone says to me, like, Caitlin, like, what do you mean fear isn't real? Like, I worry about my parents' sickness every day. I worry about this, I worry about that. I like to say when we're born, like when we're about to be born, we're all in our mother. We're all just chilling there, like eating digested leftovers, fucking around. (laughs) We have not been exposed to this world yet. Right. We know nothing but love. We're just safe, warm. We know nothing but love. But the second we are born, the second the doctor is grabbing us, we're fucking screaming. It's cold. There's blood and discharge all over our fucking faces. We're like, (laughs) what the hell is going on? The second we come here, welcome to fear. And then we spend our whole lives trying to return to love. Mm. We, mm-hmm. we try our whole lives. And there are some people that are born and they're meant to find that purpose mm-hmm. in this lifetime. But there's mm-hmm. so many people that will never even understand what I'm saying. And that's okay. Yeah. But once you can understand that we come from love and we don't come from fear, it kind of like helps you exhale a little because you're like, okay, like that's not my true nature. I can return. I can find love whenever I want. I love that. Yeah. 
All right, guys, new year, new you. If you're single like me, I think it is time to invest in yourself and your love life. And that is why I am about to tell you about OkCupid. I have been on so many dates where I have had nothing in common with the person. And a part of me has always felt like, hmm, maybe I should have vetted a little better. I should have asked him a couple more questions because dating can be a waste of your time sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. Sometimes it is. But thanks to OkCupid, they have changed the dating game by asking you tons of questions about yourself and what type of person you're looking for. So the more questions you answer, the better they are at finding you matches that you have something in common with. Some of the questions that they ask on OkCupid are like, are you a more person? Do you make New Year's resolutions? Could you ever date someone that couldn't be bothered to vote? What's a bigger deal? Sharing your bed or history in bed? You know, are you a cord cutter? Do you share your streaming platform passwords with other people? Hey, you might get a password out of it. Who knows? And by the way, OkCupid works. It's the most mentioned dating app in the New York Times wedding section. And it's the only app in the world that can match you on a range of issues that you actually care about. So from how important a good margarita is to how you feel about climate change, OkCupid's got your back. So stop the mindless time on dating apps and go to the app where you choose what matters. OkCupid is free, by the way. So I don't even have to give you guys one of those super long URLs or a code. Download OkCupid today and go on a great date this week and DM me about it. I would love to hear about it. And uh, yeah, OkCupid. um, I'm currently doing Deepak Chopra's 21 Days of Abundance. Ashley Lauren, I'll tell you guys about it. But it's basically... 21 days where you meditate and you have a different task every day. And he says something that I wanted to share with you guys, which is like, I actually, I like feel like you're going to roll your eyes. But <laughs> maybe not. But it's like, it was so weird when he said it. He was like, um, he's like, what is reality? And then he was like, what was a chair? What before it got made? Like, what was like a little baby girl before she was born. Like it was still, it was like a thought, like where was that thing? And it made me think of reality so differently. Like we genuinely yeah. create it just because you can't see something or touch something like doesn't mean it doesn't exist in some way. No, I hear you. But that's so, that's so I know that's like so hippy dippy. We're speaking for. to like a very select people Niche, that will yes, yes, get yes, it, yes. but that's okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about, okay, so you know how earlier in the podcast, not, not really my eyes, yes, um, but early in the podcast, I was talking about um, how I feel like I am my husband's life coach, yeah. which makes me feel like there could be like another way of saying it so that perhaps the people out there who are a little bit less like, we'll just keep calling it hippie if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritual, um, I think is probably like- the- I don't know about spiritual- when because. I think when I hear the word spiritual, I think of ghosts. That's no. funny. Everyone thinks something different because I think like a higher being, whether it's God or like no, you know. because I believe in God and I am full of my own spirit and in touch with my own spirit. So that's why I don't want to use the word spiritual. Okay. Um, I don't understand. I don't know the word to use, but let's just say I feel like a synonym for um for life coach could be hired motivator. Yeah. Is that oh, I like correct? That. Do you think that, Caitlin? That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Do you feel like most of your job is motivating people to do what they um, do? It's, it's hard because I'm not, I'm very honest with my clients, but I'll never give my opinion. Mm. Like, so if I was, I'm not sitting there being like, yes, you can do this. Like, follow your dreams. Like, it's not that cut, like clear. It's more of you know, in my training and in the program that I did, I'm trained to ask you a certain type of question, how to ask the question, how to listen to my intuition to make you realize that you have the answer. So sometimes like the sessions are really deep because you're getting in tune with like what you want and what your fears are. And I'm just holding you accountable. It's like accountability. Does anybody watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know how Teddy Malignap calls herself like an accountability coach? Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) I I was going to literally bring this up earlier when you said, I I don't know what you said, but I was like, I wonder if that's like Teddy Bellingham because my friend Tanya Rad used her as her accountability coach when getting fit a couple years ago. Did it work? She's still like on the program, but like she doesn't have to report to Teddy like every day. Yeah. It did work very, very well. Yeah. I would say, um, I would say just accountability in general, like accountability and instead of motivator, I would call it more accountability. Not that I don't motivate people in different ways, but it's more of like 
truth-seeking accountability. Gotcha. When people come to you, and you gave a great example, I think for our listeners specifically, maybe people that went to school that felt like they paid for this major that they're not using or feel very lost or just out of school, or maybe they are in a career that they don't love and they're older and they have kids now and they feel like they've lost themselves and they're a mom and they don't like love what they do. Um, what, obviously without giving your program away, but like what are some things that you tell your clients to get over those obstacles? Can you give us like one or two? Well, the way the program would work essentially is first I want to know what you're doing now. I want to know, first of all, you were motivated to reach out to me in some way. So that's already a sign and that's already like a huge like sense of self That's like half the, half the battle is getting there. Half the battle is someone being like, I'm recognizing that there's something about me that's not quite 100%. And and just to email me is a big deal. But I find out what you do now. What is it that's really the problem? Then, like, you know, what are you, what are you trying to do? What is your dream? I want to know that if money wasn't an option, if you could do literally anything in the world, what is it? Like, what Ooh. is your perfect day when you wake up? Sometimes... I want to sleep all day. Right? People <laughs> people will literally be like, wake up, like, go to lunch with a friend. Like, and it's like, <laughs> lunch. Yeah, yeah. Literally, if that's what you want to do, we could probably make it happen. You're going to end up fucking working for an MLM, but that's going to suck for you. What's like, an MLM? Like, have fun. Like, it's one of those, like, multi-level marketing, like... Oh. Uh, like, you know, like Arbonne or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rodan and Fields, yeah. like have fun. That's how you're going to yeah, do yeah. it. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's figuring out what you're doing now, what you want to do, what your dream life is, and then really figuring out if what your, what your purpose is within that. If you could pick, let's say you say that you believe in your gut that your purpose is to entertain. Mm -hmm. That's your purpose. Mm -hmm. Then what are you doing now that supports that? What is your career now? Is it supporting entertainment? Let's say you work behind a desk. No, it's right. not. Okay, then let's talk about your hobbies. Like, then I go through a list of values. I have you go so deep into your values, even things that maybe you haven't even thought about before. Mm -hmm. And then we go through every aspect of your life. And if your action is not supported by your value, mm -hmm. you are on the wrong path, 100%. So if you're trying to live this authentic life and be closer to whatever you believe in, even if it's just yourself, if it's not God or spirit, whatever the fuck you want to believe in, if your values are not supporting your actions, you're not being the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not living your purpose even at all. So it's just about finding that, figuring those things out. Every client is so different though. I can't even say this is like X, Y, and Z right. for, no, for I each get one. That. Yeah. But I do, now that you bring up something that I do want to ask you, because I, I feel very lucky and blessed that I feel like I found, I have found my purpose. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, don't know what it. the fuck is my purpose? I yeah. don't have one. I feel pressure to have one. So what do you do with someone that comes to you that's like, I don't know. Well, that's like everyone is. basically. No one really knows their purpose, but it's, it's so funny how quickly you begin to figure out what your purpose is once you just start to think about it. So what types of questions do people need to ask themselves to figure it out? Can you give us yeah, some sure. of that? Yeah, sure. If you're someone that's struggling, if you're that person that's, you know, like you said before, you might have like a mom that's listening or someone that's a little older or whatever. If you're not totally sure what your purpose is, even if you're younger, Sit down and ask yourself, like, what sets your soul on fire? Are you the person in the room that's always the light? Like, you know, that person that everyone knows is going to, you know, put a smile on everyone's face. Are you that person? Are you someone that feels really good at the end of a day because you've done this, that, and the next for a friend or for your mom or your dad or your grandma or whatever it is? Are you just the things that genuinely make you so happy that you can't stop smiling? Like, what is that? And then sometimes, you know, people will come to me and I'll be like, what's your purpose? And they'll be like, my purpose is to um, be a lawyer. And I'm like, well, that's not your purpose. That's an occupation. So like, what's mm -hmm. your purpose mm, so mine is difference huge very big difference. difference so like my purpose is to serve yours i'm sure is to serve too like you do hosting and entertainment and this and that you're serving a group of people maybe it's to entertain maybe it's to support like maybe it's it doesn't matter what it is but that's your own personal adjective and then once you figure it out and you say it a bunch of times to yourself in the mirror it'll feel right and you just kind of realize you're like yeah that is why i'm here that's why i'm here right now 
I literally just almost lost my train of thought because I am so damn comfortable right now because I am wearing my Figs. So if you don't know what Figs is, Figs is an amazing company that is making scrub stylish and functional for the people who deserve it the most, which are doctors, nurses, and us, obviously. So for years, nurses, doctors, dentists, and other awesome medical professionals were forced to wear like scratchy, ill-fitting scrubs, not to mention how ugly they were and uncomfortable. I mean, like, why couldn't they come up with better colors? I have no idea. But thanks to Figs, they create the highest quality medical apparel so that medical professionals look their best, feel their best, and perform at their best every day. Fig scrubs are infused with antimicrobial properties to control odors, ridiculously soft moisture wicking, and features four-way stretch, which I totally need. Figs are made with yoga waistbands and come in a variety of styles from straight legs to joggers and skinny styles and gives back. And you can too. So every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. So you're buying something, you're also giving something, which feels amazing. Also, Figs gift cards are available. So next time your doctor, nurse, dentist, dermatologist, pediatrician saves the day, tell them thank you by sending them a pair of figs. So again, whether you're one of the awesome humans that works in healthcare or someone who just wants to say thanks to these deserving folks, or like me, you just want to lounge and look stylish, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you guys with 15% off your first purchase by using our code GETIT. Get ready to love your scrubs and head to wearfigs.com, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter our code GETIT at checkout. There's a couple um, adjectives, phrases that you have on your website that are definitely more in like the spiritual sense that I want to address a little bit. So you talk about energy and quantum shifts. Yeah. So I'm thinking that this means something along the lines of what happened to me the other day. And you wrote an article on your website that made me definitely think of the exact situation I was in the other day. Yeah. Where it was a group of people. Everybody had really positive vibes, except this one person (laughs) <laughs> was very sarcastic and emitting a lot of like, I want to say like darkness, negativity, like just like, but like dark sarcasm, you know, like not funny, lighthearted sarcasm, but like, it just felt like it doesn't, I'm a Pisces and I do feel like I pick up these vibes very easily and it can very easily throw me off. But in your article, you talk about how you can't let other people's energies throw off your own energy. Uh, yes. And you said that even like in those moments, you just have to like stay strong to your own energy. And if you really are having a hard time with it, then you just need to leave the environment. Yeah, exactly. My my big thing with that is, you know how you just said it, Ashley, like when someone in the room is so fucking dark and like negative, <laughs> it's so easy for us to go down to that and match that. But just as easy as it as is as it is for us to go down, it's just as easy for them to come up. So you need to like stay up at all times because it's better if two people are just up. Like, and you have no idea how much your positive energy is going to impact them. They might have been in a really shitty mood or a really, and they're just being sarcastic and doing all this stuff as a deflection because of something that happened earlier. And if you just stay the light and you stay up and you stay high and they come up, that feels so good instead of you going down and taking that shit on, which is like the most unnecessary thing ever. Mm. And it shows a set without without any disrespect, it shows a sense of weakness that you're that able to just let anything affect you at the drop of a hat. Stay mm. like stay high. Yeah. It's hard. It's well, definitely easier said than done, I feel. For sure. But if, if you're conscious of it and you begin to like say to yourself and realize you know, just acknowledging it. You go into a room, you notice that someone's energy is off and mm-hmm. you say to yourself, Caitlin I'm not taking that on right now. Yeah. I'm the le- I'm above this. I've had an incredible day. I'm doing good. I know who I am. I'm going to stay up and hopefully they come up and join me. If not, not going to take it on. Right. What if it's somebody who not and not necessarily is in a mood, but is in a permanent <laughs> state of um <laughs> so someone that just fucking sucks. I feel like I know you're talking <laughs> about. Wait, answer that and then I have a question that's a great segue. You okay. then you need to understand that it doesn't sound like that's changing and that doesn't that doesn't mean that eventually it won't, but you need to prepare yourself in every single way before you know if you're going to be around this person. You need to protect yeah. yourself. You need to protect and what in whichever way feels right to you. Some people are really into sage and candles and this and that and mantras. Other people are not as hippy dippy and they're <laughs> just more going to be like 
Okay, like I'm just not give them out. Don't don't acknowledge them if that's what you need to do. You're not being an asshole. Just don't take it. That's kind of what Ashley did the other night. She just kind of pretended yeah. they weren't in the room. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ash, I'm so happy that you brought this up because a big thing I wanted to ask Caitlin and a big reason why we have you on, Caitlin, um, in our first podcast of 2020 is because obviously a lot of people go into the year like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and a big thing that we that I always hear people say is I'm going to cut toxic people out of my life or I'm gonna is that something you know as a life coach is that something people should do and if so how I feel like that's a really good segue sure you have like these sucky people in your life if you have sucky people in your life and I mean like bad like you need there's a spectrum and you need to be able to acknowledge where those people are on the spectrum if there's someone that really is harmful to your life yes you cut them off But if there's some hope within someone, if it's just kind of like a friend that's fucking annoying or just like someone that you feel like might have a little bit of hope, I like the approach of saying hi and still being aware that even if you separate yourself from the situation, I don't like cutting people off. I think that that's really intense and really harsh unless, like I said, circumstances, if something really awful happened with that person and you need to get away from it and let it be fine. But to to so specifically just cut people off, you could separate yourself. You could take a ba- t- take a break, take a step back. But to to cut someone off doesn't feel like high vibe at all, like on anyone's end, mm. because there is a difference between protecting yourself and then being just a dick. And like you don't want to be that person if you're trying to radiate like at a really high frequency. Um, so that's not great, but. If I were to give your listeners kind of advice on what to do to like really start 2020, you know what I don't like? You were saying, you, you see people say, I'm going to cut people off and this and yeah, that. Yeah. I fucking hate when people are like, in 2020, like I'm going to, and I'm so, I'm actually so sorry if any of you did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually so sorry. But like when I'm people sure write down their, I'm really into manifesting and I'm really into writing down your goals and having a picture or an idea for what you want to do. But if you're like, I'm going to buy a house in 2020 and I'm going to do this. I'm really not about that because when that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, that's just a really shitty feeling. So I take the approach of manifesting. Intentions, like not like specific things. Not specific at all. I say manifest a feeling. If you want love in 2020, manifest love. Don't manifest the person because then you're. It's open to. It's open to interpretation. That means you could be finding love within yourself. That means you could be finding love with a a new friend. Like it it doesn't a, a fucking animal. I don't care what it is, but you're leaving it up. If that's what you want, you want love. It'll come to you in some way. If you want abundance, that doesn't necessarily mean money. Abundance could be in health, in wealth, in whichever way it is. So. I just, if you're listening and you are someone that hasn't really gotten in tune with what your goals are for 2020, start thinking about what you want from a feeling perspective and let that be, you know, what it is. Okay. So one thing I realized while I was home for the holidays was just how amazing it was to be a kid and have your parents pack you lunch. I was home for the holidays. My mom made a bunch of food. I didn't have to lift a finger And I just realized that adulting sucks because your parents don't pack your lunches anymore, but you still got to eat. So when I'm at home in LA, my go-to is DoorDash because DoorDash has all my favorite restaurants. The brown paper bag is not included, but I'm telling you, it's a life changer. DoorDash connects you to your favorite restaurants in your city and ordering is so easy. All you have to do is open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. And you don't have to lift a finger just like when you were a kid. Not only is your favorite pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there are over 340,000 restaurants in 3,300 cities. So you might find a new favorite restaurant too. With door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada, order from your local go-tos or choose from your favorite ones like Chipotle, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and the Cheesecake Factory. I know you guys are hungry just by me listing these. Don't worry about dinner. Let dinner come to you with DoorDash. And right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter our promo code GETIT. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code GETIT. Don't forget, that's promo code GETIT for $5 off your first order from DoorDash, and you won't even have to lift a finger. 
So Caitlin, um, my, my husband and my biggest difference, I think fundamentally is that I am the ultimate optimist. If you see on my Instagram, um, my little bio says, um, I'm either optimistic or delusional. It depends on your point of view. Oh my God. That's really funny. I just came up with that quote on my own one day and I was like, Oh my God. No, that's, that's, I've never, that's really good. Thank you. So that's always been me. And he calls him, I call him a pessimist. He calls himself a realist. Oh my God, I hate it. And, um, <laughs> the, our, our biggest difference is that sometimes like, I will just be like, oh no, like nothing I've ever set my mind to, I haven't achieved in one way or the other. I said this in my Instagram post, my New Year's, you know, my, my New Year decade wrap up thing, where I was like, in some way or another, I have manifested and achieved all the things I imagined for myself over the past decade. Now, some of the things I get and I, and I decided I don't want, and some of the things that I want, um, you know, like I haven't gotten completely yet, but it's just like, you know, in some way or another, I have gotten what I wanted by using the power of positive thinking. So it really brings me down and really frustrates me when I'll come up with an amazing idea, something that he and I should go into together and he'll be like excited about it for a second, but then he starts thinking about the, all the what ifs and all the, the difficulties and challenges and roadblocks in the way. And then he gets all discouraged about the idea. And then I try to keep him high on the idea, but um, that, but we really, not, we don't butt heads, but like he brings down my high and I want him to see things more positively. And I'm sorry, I'm rambling and rambling, but you're um, not. I, I will whole, say one thing, though, about yeah. anyone that says they're a realist. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> sure, Jared might not be a negative person. He's just saying, you know, like, Ashley, like, you're the one that's, like, stuck in the clouds, and I'm the realist. I'm the one that needs to bring us back down and see different perspective. Who the fuck is Jared to tell us what's real? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what I always tell him. <laughs> like, do you I'm know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, not only just Jared, like, I have friends, my brother is like that. I'll always say to my brother, Matthew, who the fuck are you to tell me what's real? Like, you don't, yeah. how are you a real, what, what makes you a realist? Like, you know it all? Like, what is that? So well, it's perspective like, no and it's thing. again about a spectrum. And yeah, I think that a lot of the times people that are realists are, are the most afraid of. I I kind but of agree the with thing that. Thing is, he agrees with that too, and he and that's it. That, and that's all that, it is. That deep so, down, it's about fear. Do you it's, think? Do you want to change him? Like, well, I want to make him a more positive thinker. And no matter how many times I tell him that I believe that the power of positive thinking, in addition to hard work and like uh, taking the right opportunities and not being scared, has really led me to accomplish what I want and get what I want and feel very fulfilled. But I just want him to feel, I want him to believe in the power of positive thinking as much as I do. And I don't well, know how to do that. First, he needs to realize that fear is not real, Ashley. Yes, you're right. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's the first good. step. Yeah. But here's you're the right. thing. He's not, I, I know you want to change him, but that's not your job. And if he's meant to be at the same level as you in this thought, then he will. He'll get there. And honestly, Ashley, you can manifest for him to start. Like, oh, you, you can ooh. manifest him to change. Really? <laughs> yeah, why the hell not? Of course you can. Yeah, you're right. So, like, going back to, like, not manifesting a specific thing. So, like, I shouldn't manifest, like, a specific guy. Well, no, that's not true. Okay, if you're if you're out here, like, manifesting Johnny Depp, like, that's a problem, but... But if you're manifesting a guy that's out there with a first and last name, like, is that a thing? I'm so interested it to know. It honestly is a thing. Oh, great. I yeah, I've done Lauren that. Lauren and I have life. both... Yeah, Lauren and I have both manifested names. The actual person. Yeah, yeah, no, Multiple you can definitely times. do that. Okay, because... Are well, you trying to do that? Well, you guys all know that I... Okay, so most people listening, I've like shared my own journey on this, but just like Ashley, I have, I feel like aside from like love, I've manifested everything in my career. Everything I want to do, I've written down. I write down on like the 31st, the first. I'm like very hippy dippy, spiritual, like meditating. And it's like all come true. And I've like come to realize that I haven't put love as a priority. Like I've always thought of this list as sort of like tangible, like real things that I can drive to and do, not like mm-hmm. love, this thing that you can't feel or touch or whatever so then i was like okay this year 
Love's like number one. That's like what I really want, what I want to be open to. That's amazing. And I was talking to someone that said that they were manifesting a specific guy. And obviously Ashley and Lauren have done the same too. So what are your thoughts on that, Caitlin? Oh, okay. Yes. I've met manifesting love is my is my ultimate strength. <laughs> I know. Can you I know when you come over, can we have like a seance at my house, Ashley? You, you have to daydream. You have to daydream, daydream, daydream. And that <laughs> do is you have someone like do you really have like first and last name? Like I think person? I do. I think I do have a person in mind, maybe. I would start by getting so specific with what you want in your man and writing it down and be as shallow as possible. Like you can, you can say to the T, blonde hair, blue eyes. This is the body. This, I mean, you can do that. Also, get deep, but you can physically manifest. I want to share a funny story about this because I went to Esalen, this like spiritual yeah. place, and this woman, Ashley Lauren, if you guys are listening, she manifested a guy. She said, "I literally wrote down everything specific that I wanted in a man, and he is exactly to a T." But she said I wasn't specific enough, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And she's <laughs> like, "I wrote down on my list." knows how to cook and so the guy i married knows how and has a lot of money and she goes the guy i married knows how to cook has a lot of money but he doesn't spend the money and he doesn't like cooking and oh i was like God. dying fucking laughing and she's like naz you have to write down knows how to cook and loves it and has money and spends it yes. <laughs> i was like laughing so hard no it's true you don't re- you just said it yourself everything you write down kind of comes to fruition so why would this be any different oh, yeah you're right. I mean, have you had shitty dating experiences? I, I, yeah, I've never had a boyfriend. I don't want to go down this road. Yeah, we don't have we, to. We, everyone <laughs> already day. knows. Like, you and right. I can talk after. But I, I want you to kind of help us and our listeners talk about how to manifest a guy or something like that. I feel like that's something we all It's the specifics. In. It's writing down. And it sounds cliche. And people talk about journaling and all that stuff all the time. But Ashley said it so well before. And it sounds crazy. But daydreaming is the number one. Like... For you to be in a constant state of just daydreaming your perfect life, your thoughts become things. That Mm. is the ultimate. Mm -hmm. That is the secret. That is what everyone is longing for. The more you think about something, the more it happens. And just in the negative way too, if you're someone like Jared, who's a realist, aka someone who's probably (laughs) like, we need to leave at six o'clock because I know we're going to be stuck in traffic. You're not being a realist. You're manifesting traffic. Like (laughs) that's what it is. So it's you you need to be in a constant state of changing your thought patterns like permanently that you don't think of anything else but like positive and it sounds crazy and we are all human beings and it's not you're not going to be lovey-dovey 24/7 and positive and great right. but if you can be so aware that even the moments that you stray away from positive thinking and then you're able to say like, okay, Caitlin, like I'm steering away. Let me return back to this positive thought. Like just keep returning. Keep is there an back. easy way to come back? Like, is there like a word, a magic? Is it like an abracadabra? I just say come back. Come but, back. But okay. I literally have trained myself so well to acknowledge when I'm steering and when I'm back. Right. And I'll just say come back, right. come back, come back all the time. So let's be real. Getting ready for work can sometimes be a challenge, especially when you hit the snooze button a bunch of times. You only have a certain amount of minutes to get out of the house and you're trying to decide in your head, do you want today to be a stylish day or do you want today to be a comfortable day? Every day, you guys, I face this challenge. And thanks to Beta Brand, this challenge is no longer a challenge for me. So Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are genuinely the greatest thing in life. They are stylish, comfortable, it's professional attire, and you shouldn't have to choose. So with Beta Brand, you never have to sacrifice comfort or function for style. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are super comfy, perfectly stretchy, and stay wrinkle-free. I, this may be TMI, but I always wear it during that time of the month. They have all the style of dress pants with the stretch, fit, and feel of yoga pants. So whatever your style, Beta Brand has the pants to match, and you get to choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles. They have boot cut, straight legs, skinny, cropped, and more. They even have a pair with eight, yes, eight pockets. And now they also offer premium denim with the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. So right now our listeners will get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash get it. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash get it. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. You'll never take them off. So go to betabrand.com slash get it for 20% off. That's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash get it. So you said you said you manifested 
being on Big Brother for five years before you were on it. 100%. You did, you did say that you manifested a win, which you didn't get. Yeah, but you did get I'm not even fucking far. close. Yeah, no, I got to Big Brother and that was the biggest win. I came to LA after my freshman year of college to intern for my cousin, came out with a girlfriend of mine and Big Brother is a show that's on three nights a week. And my cousin was out here watching the show three nights a week. And I felt like we could never hang out. He's like, well, why don't you just watch this with me? So we sat down. I'm like, all right, I'll watch this piece of shit television show. (laughs) Sat down literally within the first five minutes. I was like, Oh, I'll be on this. Like, it was just one of those things. And when I moved to LA, I moved the November of 2017. And I just said, you know, I had a boyfriend at home of five years. I had my family. Everyone was back in New York. Mm -hmm. And one morning I was just like, I think I got to go to LA. Like, I think coaching will be easier for me out there. I'll find more clients. Literally in February, I found out that there was an open casting call for Big Brother and I simply went to it as a joke because I was like, oh my God, how Hollywood of me. Like, I'm in Hollywood. Like, let me do an open casting call. Like, that's so funny. Like, I'll tell my parents about it. And then they just never stopped calling me. And I was like, wow. obviously, they never stopped calling me. I was meant to be on this show. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I had the same feeling watching Juan Pablo's season of Bachelor. I was oh like, God, ew, he was not a good guy. But it, the travel was so incredible on that season. And I remember watching the episode of They Were in Seoul. And I looked at it and I go, that's the job I want. I want to travel really? and work on this show because it's about love and it's like all this crazy travel. And then it was like within months I got laid off and then like worked on Bachelor. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was like as soon as I signed up for The Bachelor, I knew I was going to be on it. I was like, there's no doubt. My dad was like, my dad is also a realist. He's a very successful realist, but he has always been like, Ashley, you're wacky. You crazy. You live in, <laughs> you, welcome to earth. This is, oh, a planet. Yeah. you know, like come down. And, um, he like thought I was wacky for thinking that my audition was going to like sail through the casting producers, but I definitely knew it when you was. know, you know, it's, I'm yeah. definitely the exact opposite kind of of you guys. Like I was, I had like a really good week. I've been really happy. And then mom was like, oh, you're so happy. And I'm like, yeah, it'll definitely end soon. And I'm like, so I'm just preparing myself for the sadness. So I'm not like alarmed when the sadness comes. Caitlin, what can Lauren do? Like if she's, (laughs) if she's like always like in a slump. Yeah. Lauren, I want to hear from you more. She's fearful. But Lauren, Lauren, how do you feel? Well, I just, you know, the thing is, like the other shoe has to drop or the fuck when the ball has to drop somehow or whatever that saying is so it's like you're just kind of preparing yourself for the other shoe to drop i don't know if that's the saying but you know yeah, so you just, are. you're always right. preparing yourself for that and that's that's what i do how is that helping you though um i guess just yeah you're right it probably doesn't do anything because you're just gonna be sad either way yeah i mean it, you just have to think of it like how is this serving me every thought you have every because i mean we don't want to live this life just being negative or preparing for something bad to happen because when you're preparing for the worst you are manifesting for something bad to i happen. know i know i was literally just talking to my mom about this i'm like i'm so happy everything is going pretty well and I'm, i just want to like i should be able to just enjoy the happiness while it's here rather than preparing for it to go away but also lauren like accept where you are and don't judge it like, it's really probably easy for a lot of people or like your mom or whatever, or people just to say to you, like, get out of this funk, like you're in it and you're, you know, you have no yeah. reason to be there, but also just like accept where you are and, and know that you don't want to stay there and that mm-hmm. you can get out of it and you will, but this is just where you are now and you're taking the action to change. I want to piggyback off that because I feel like a mistake a lot of people make myself included. Um, an example is like, I got a trainer and, um, I'm like not happy in the body I'm in. And I think it's like also bad to think, oh, well, when I weigh this much, then, then like my life will be amazing and I'll be happy. So I think it's also like accepting the slump and like being happy in it, no matter what. It's just acceptance of like loving exactly. Cause here's the thing. If you love, and it gets even deeper, but if you loved yourself so much, like honestly loved yourself, nothing would bother you. And that's where Ashley like shines, I feel like. <laughs> well, you know, I like to tweak a little bit, but most of it's just appearance wise. <laughs> no, amazing. you like love yourself internally. It's the best. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. the truth though. Like when you do love yourself, it's 
nothing, nothing bothers you. So maybe that's where everyone should be starting with 2020. Just self-love. What are some other things our listeners can do? Like, you know, just it's 2020. What should people be doing? Like, is the vision board a thing? Is that too hippy dippy? Should we be making lists? What should we be doing? It depends on the person. Or also how tips to love yourself more. That's a really good question. So I think, and and this was not even something I prepared, but just speaking and, and this coming into my existence right now, I really do think that the takeaway, especially for your listeners in this kind of demographic, should be self-love, just at least to start January. Mm-hmm. And then we can like get deeper and really take it on. Like I can come back in six months and we can do like a halfway check kind of situation. But for now, like let's begin with self-love. And that could be different to every person. For me, I buy myself flowers once a week at Trader Joe's. Aww. Like those are just, I mean, and that's nothing. That's literally nothing that. in the grand scheme of yeah. life. But what what is making you happy and making you realize that I'm worthy and I don't need anyone to do this for me. And this is something that makes me happy. What are those things? If that means that you could be someone that's really into fitness or not, but go on a walk, go take a workout class. You have a moving body. You are a functioning human being. Show respect for the vessel that is giving you this life in this physical earth right now. Do something, get your your blood moving. Just keep, make sure even if it's just once a week, you are doing something for yourself that you can walk away on Sunday when you're reflecting the night before work and say, this is what I did for myself this week to show myself how much I love me. And eventually you'll notice the quantum shift, like Ashley right. said, is on my on my website. And the quantum shift is basically when you begin to realize that you have gone from zero to 100 of like, there's been a change and a noticeable change. And whether it's, I love myself or I'm starting to feel healthier or I'm manifesting all these wonderful things into my life. There's a shift and you don't, you barely have to do anything to get there. It's crazy. People think it's like some magical, like just do one little thing and you'll notice a change. Drink another freaking glass of water and you'll notice a change. Right. Mm. It's not my, that crazy. my New Year's resolution is not to exercise. <laughs> I love it that. Is, Wait, what? It's, it's to move more. Okay, that's fair. Because that way, like, I don't have to like push myself to the point where I don't like don't want to go to the gym or like I dread, you know, any sort of workout. I'm slowly getting myself back in by just trying to be like slightly more just active, mobile. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> Wait, Caitlin, when you do like your sessions and stuff, do you work from home or do you go to like the people's houses or how do you do it? It's all, most of my clients are busy working individuals and it's all via Skype. Unless, I mean, oh. I have a few that are out here in LA and I usually come to them or they'll come to me, but unless I've really been with them for a long time, I won't just like let anyone in my home. Is yeah, having a life coach expensive? Um, it depends on what you think expensive is. It's also is. in the grand scheme of life. If you're helping guide or like motivate Listen, yourself it's, in life, it's like worth all the money. It's not for someone that is struggling financially at all. Like it's not. It's You need to be able to afford to invest in yourself a hundred percent, which is why I like the fact that now I have this podcast and I have other ways to reach people that don't require them to have one-on-one sessions with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not any more expensive than a therapist. Mm -hmm. It's like the same. I have the prices for you right in front of me, if you don't mind. Uh, You're actually on my, on my old website right now, but I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're like relative. Read me what it says for the one year. It says the one year is 11,000. Yeah, it is for one year. And think about it. Do the math. One session every single week for a full year. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's a great deal for those people that do that. But it starts at what's like your starting cost for a three-month program. A three-month program right now, you're spending $777 a month. Okay. And that's for one session a week, 60 minutes, a plan, the whole thing. Damn, I want to be a life coach. But think about it. Like a therapist, like that's when you really think about it, I'm getting like two. Well, I have a therapist, so yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not a therapist. It's like you get to be left at the door with your therapist, with me as your coach. You have my You have the accountability. You are, you have, not only do you have, for $777, not only do you have one yeah. session a week for 60 for sixty minutes, you have my cell phone number. You have two emergency 30-minute calls. Like, you, I, oh, wow. my life is indebted to you. So instead, oh. I think it's 
a way larger value than therapy is. Although I think that if you want ultimate success, you need a therapist and a life coach because therapy is going to help you get to the deep past traumas right. and all of that You're shit. You're going to work through your past. Yeah. I don't, I don't work on your past. I, who are you, who are you showing up as and who do you want to be? Right. Do you, um, what was I just going to ask? Is that stressful for you? I got like a lot of anxiety. No, because saying? I don't take it on. Like you mean as far as energy is concerned? As far as like always being on call and no. like having to sort of guide people. It's my purpose. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, my I purpose and I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And when Caitlin, it's not, when, it, when I feel like I'm getting burnt out, I'll stop. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, you um, held sessions. Before I think it was before Big Brother that were to help people get out of funks. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Actually, this research you've done. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are you are a journalist. Um oh, yeah. Thank so you. I have a program called Defunk Yourself. And um it's basically a twelve step program, kind of like sobriety, but mm. it's not actually sobriety. And it's the twelve steps to get out of your individual funk because we all fucking have them all the time. Wow. So this is like a universal program that I've created that will get you out of your funk. So when I was living in New York, I held like classes and um I would like to turn it into like a workbook one day that people can yeah. buy. That's fucking genius, Kaylin. I, yeah. I, I all like the time. I'm like, I'm in a funk workbook right now. How the fuck? Oh can my you God. tell it us works. what the 12 are? Like, obviously not. You no, can't. Okay, I, won't. Got it. I won't do it just because that was like so rude of me, but I feel no, like No, no, that's your idea. No, no, you no. should like yeah, hold on. Yeah, no, I, I, I want it say. to be, I want, I want if you have the opportunity to one day get it or have it or go to an event where I'm teaching it. I want it to be so specific to you in that experience. But yeah, I want you to want to go. I want you to want to sign up to have those 12 steps. I don't want to just give them to you. What do you define a funk is? What is the definition of a funk? That's a good question. It's just that energy. It's that feeling that sits right here in your chest or in your stomach that does not feel like in equilibrium with who you are. And you know that you're off, you know, you're not your highest self. And that for everyone that's different, sometimes unfortunately, and also within my program is knowing what a funk is versus just not feeling well, which is something that a lot of people suffer with. I did when I was growing up. It's like, am I not feeling well or is this anxiety? Like, is this a physical symptom or is this a physical symptom that I'm having because I'm mentally not okay? It's it's kind of deciphering between all of that. But genius. It's a I'm lot so of proud of you. That's Thank amazing. You so That's much. incredible. Thank I'm definitely going to look that can, up. Can you tell us one little thing we can do if we're feeling like a, a small day funk? Yeah. We're like squeezing Kaylin for all she's got. We're like, come on. Um, yeah. Nice. Actually, do you want to hear a good one? Yeah. You're either going to like yeah. this or you're not. And this is not, this is without giving an actual step away. But when I do the live events at one point in between like steps two and three, I do a guided meditation to shake it off by Florence and the machine. So if you just <laughs> blast Florence and the machine, shake it off, you'll feel better. You'll feel better. Shake it off, okay. Shake so it Florence, off. And the mach- okay. All right. Well, that's a good song. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you anything. <laughs> Ashley goes. Well, that's a good song. <laughs> great great tune. <laughs> great tune. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, so I want to go a little bit one step more spiritual before we wrap you up. Let's talk about orbs and how you see them orbs. around people's head. Have you always seen them? Since um, I was a or kid. has this been after your certified training? No, no, no. This oh, is I not feel after like my training. training. No one teaches you. I don't you. know. You can't get superpowers out of a yeah. training okay, program. Fine. So basically, she was born seeing orbs around people's heads. Yeah, what? How could okay. you buy that from okay, a store? Yeah. You know, it was not something that, that was developed. But it's not like orbs. It's I see auras around people, and I have since I was a kid. But I didn't know that that was not normal. That's like, how do you how do you explain it? That's you like physically if you see colors around people's heads. Say that again. You physically see colors around people's bodies. Yeah, around your head, around can the top you of your head, around my head. Right? The color. What's the, what my color? You're yellow. You're yellow. What does yellow mean? Yellow actually is like the step <laughs> below purple as far as spirituality is concerned. Purple's like your top notch. Like you are like enlightened. You have it. You're almost like on this path of spirituality, but you also are like extremely sensitive. Mm. Um. But not emotional. I wouldn't say you're like fucking like throwing things against the wall in like an angry kind of way. I'd say that you're just sensitive and maybe a little out of touch with like how you really feel about things. 
and I, I'm not trying to say these are just the aspects yeah, of no. people that have yellow oh auras typically. Um, but also people that have yellow auras are find a lot of healing with nature. So if you're someone that is not spending a lot of time outside, I would say do most of your activity. You said you have a trainer now. Yeah, but like, I love being outside. Yeah, I love Yeah, nature. like being That's outside so is going to, you know, some people when they're not feeling well, they work out to get their endorphins back. But I don't feel like that's that for you. I think if you just simply went on a walk, it would yeah, be fine. Yeah. Um, wow, can you tell Ashley and Lauren's or I don't just from like their voice? Yeah, yeah, you have to see people. Yeah, it's okay. always something that I need to like see you um, and be in your presence. But when I was younger, I just always thought that that was like a... No- Who thinks that, that I'm just like a Long Island girl from... Like New York, I'm a Jewish Long Island girl. Yeah. It's not it's not weird for me, but yeah, since I was a little girl, I always saw color around people. And when I say color, it's not like there's a highlighted color around your head. It's just when I look yeah. at you in the eyes, you know how sometimes if you look at someone, you could see peripheral vision behind them mm-hmm. um, or to the side of them. When I look at you in the eyes, I see in my peripheral vision on top of your head, a color. That's wild. Damn. I'm sure people ask you all the time what their color Dude, is. Dude, you have no... After Big Brother, it was like the most annoying thing in the world. It's like, oh what's my, my aura? God. Like on the side of the Can street. Can you charge people? You're like, black. I would never. No, I've never seen black. I don't... I, I'm convinced that's not a thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. There has to be someone. His name is Damien, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also talk about not just it's like your orbs, but your guiders. Um, Spirit guides. Spirit guides. So are those similar to orbs? No. So spirit guides are completely different. So spirit guides, um, kind of what I are believe Are they dead? In, say people? that again? Are they like angels? Like are they Kind deceased? of. So people don't consider spirit guides. Spirit guides are a group of people the, in like the most simple way to explain it that are guiding you through life. These are the people that told you to make a right turn instead of a left because if you made a left, you'd get into an accident. These are just like energies that are guiding you throughout life. And it's not... Sometimes one of your guides could be like a deceased loved one or someone that you knew from a past life or whatever, but it's mostly just strangers that like signed up and said like, on the other side, I'm going to guide you through this. So a lot of people like pray to God and they'll pray to, uh, or, you know, they'll kind of have internal communication with past loved ones. But I always say to say thank you to your spirit guides because those are huge aspects of your life that help you move forward and actually without like plugging there was a girl that was on our podcast recently her name is monica the medium i don't know if you guys yeah, know yeah. Of her yeah but monica um just wrote a book that i just started reading literally two days ago and it is so good and she talks about she explains it way more like beautifully than i ever could and she's not even like my friend so i don't even know why i'm giving Aww. her so much of a <laughs> Uh, thing right now but like she explains it so well like what spirit guides are like what the meaning of them are and and how to get in touch with your spirit guides and communicate with them and i don't want to touch on that as as deeply as i know she could probably do it and sound better there are some amazing pictures of um like spirit guides, angels, whatever, after like car accidents and stuff. Like oh, I've Google seen that, stuff like that. Whoa, what'd you Google, Amazing. You can Google like car accidents and angels or spirit guides. And like there's like orbs or like, or like, like mist things that are in the shape of like people. And they, it's after like horrific accidents and stuff. And the people survived. So but are those ghosts and angels or are those spirit guides? They the same thing. Are they the same thing? Whatever you believe. It's okay. whatever. It's again, guys, it's like yeah. totally a spectrum. All right. I say is for anyone that listens and is like, I'm not into this. I don't, whatever. Believe in what makes you happy. Right, exactly. But also yeah. don't not, I believe in everything because who am I to, to not believe? To not yeah. know. It's like, I don't know it all. So mm-hmm. what I just believe in the fact that I don't know most of what's probably very real. Yeah. We're, this is temporary and this is, I don't think this is home base. I don't think where we are right now and this earth is home base. I think that where we come from and where we go is home base. And it's like when we die or when we're born. We go back. Yeah. I have like yeah. this feeling that when you pass, like you're immediately the second you pass, you're like, oh, fuck I did that again Mm -hmm. like you just like remember all of a sudden and it's 
Like, this is just temporary. I love it. Kaylin, you're amazing. You mentioned your podcast. Where? What is your podcast called? And where can people find okay. it and find you? Yeah, our podcast is called Quarter Life Crisis, QLC. It's myself. It's my friend Morgan Willette, who has also been on Big Brother and The Challenge. And my friend Amanda Perrin, who is a registered dietitian. And it's all things health, wellness, figuring your shit out. You can find us wherever you can find your local podcast. <laughs> I love saying that. <laughs> and where can um, we find yeah. you? Like on Instagram? You guys can follow or... me on Instagram. I lose followers by the day, so that would be really helpful. I can't <laughs> We all do. We're all losing followers no, by no. the day. Well, just like follow me and show me some support. That would Kaylin, be really helpful. You're like really pretty, but do you get your lips injected? Because they look beautiful. Oh my God, that is the nicest thing you've ever said. I've never had my lips injected a oh day in my God, life. Oh my God, they're perfect. Oh my God, thank you. I'm not going to lie. It's probably my favorite part yeah, of my face. Yeah, they look amazing in person. It's like the top one is just like lifted oh, ever so slightly. Really? Like perfectly. Yeah. Thank Very you. sexy. Oh my God, guys. Um, are we hooking up? What's we happening? are hooking up. And speaking of hooking up, Ashley, Lauren, and I are um, actually having a Galentine's event where we're going to be, for the first time ever, doing a live podcast in Los Angeles, February 6th. You guys are not going to want to miss it. Tickets are going to go on sale um, very soon. So stay tuned to the Facebook page and our Instagrams. And also, I'm throwing a Heartbroken Anonymous this week on Thursday in LA at 8.30. So go to heartbrokenanonymous.com for more info on that. Ash, Lauren, do you guys have anything you want to add? Well, it's, uh, nope, nope. I was going to say it's bachelor season. So you guys look out for me for all my recaps. But uh, as far as questions with Caitlin, no, I'm, I think I, I got everything on my question list. I thank you for being Thank you here. so much. Thank you, yeah. guys. This was fun. Yeah, we'll definitely and have to if have you, you back. I guess, I guess I have one more question. Please. If you were to leave our audience thinking about one thing today, what should they question themselves about? I'd say, I mean, especially going into 2020, how happy are you? Scale from 1 to 10, how happy are you? 10 being... You're so happy. Nothing nothing is willing to change. You're great. You're in a great spot. One being obviously really not in a great place and figuring out where you land and then how you can go up because everyone's goal is to be at 10 and you don't want to start this new year in a low state of energy and how can you get up and and like let that include self-love and manifesting and figuring out exactly what you want and just start off the year good, guys. Yeah, I'm happy to hear everyone. I have one more thing. She didn't have an I don't get it. <laughs> oh, yes. You're on the I don't get Do you get have anything podcast. you don't get you about life? Tell us about one thing you don't get. Just like anything I don't get. Yes. <clears throat> That's like a really good question. <laughs> we should have asked I, the top I don't of the get show. a lot of things. Yeah, you said at the top of the show that there's a lot of things you don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just kidding. But not knowing something and <laughs> not getting yeah, it. Yeah, no. I, like, I don't I get... I truly don't get people that are rude to service people. Like, I was yeah. at um, Jones on Third earlier today, and the girl in front of me was ordering a latte, and she was screaming at the guy. And I'm just like, I've never worked at a restaurant or in service, but I will never be disrespectful to mm-hmm. someone that is serving me. Mm-hmm. I was I was floored. And there was a point where I, like, interjected and said, like, ma'am, he's doing his job, and it's the beginning of the year. And so I just, I don't get rude people that are rude to mm-hmm. people of service. I'm so glad you said something to that bitch. Oh, I could I could not just yeah. be a bystander. She yeah. was so fucking rude. And I was like, oh my God, it's January 2nd. Like, yeah. what happened to you? It's so funny. Well, Everyone's Mass, so nice and amazing. Mass, what? Share what somebody said to you just before the podcast. Oh my God, today I was grabbing the equipment from Lauren's place and I like parked really quick outside, you know, with like my hazards on. But my fault, I was like blocking an entrance to a garage. And so I come out and this woman like runs up to me and I like put the window up and she's like, you're a fucking bitch. You're so stupid. Why did you park there? And I was like, oh my God. Like, and I go, happy new year. And I like backed you up did and that? I like okay, got, Oh yeah. my God. so wild. So wild. People are crazy. Yeah. Don't. Like, why was she so bad? I don't know. But I do want to leave you with a random weird thing. Charlize Theron got discovered by yelling at a bank teller um, for not... <laughs> checking her check because she didn't have a bank account really yeah and then a guy walked up to her and goes i don't know what you're doing but if you want to act call me (laughs) wow that's so random don't be mean to people but isn't that so random i read it today you should have started singing you need to calm down you're being too loud (laughs) imagine and on that note
Thank you. All Happy for New listening. Year, everyone. We Happy love you. New Thanks year. for listening. Our fourth year of the I'll Get It podcast. Thank you. Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.